Hello. Hi, John. Hi, Merlin. <laughs> How's it going? Good. I haven't talked to you in a long time. No. You've been busy. I was busy. I was busy with COVID. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. You want, talk about co- you want to talk about COVID? Yeah, I never had it before, and then I got it. Okay. I finally got it after they, almost three That's how three they years. get you. That's how that they is. get you. That's how they got me. Uh, I was so embarrassed when I got COVID. Not as embarrassed as Marco Armit, because Marco Armit got it really early. Back, back when we were all really trying really hard not to catch COVID, and then he felt guilty about it. And I was like, oh, poor son of a bitch. I'll never get COVID, because I don't right. go anyplace. But I guess my family does. <clears throat> yeah, I thought I was never going to get it, because it had been, it'd been so long. Yeah. And then I hadn't got in. Well, can, can we, and this is not, hmm, uh, we missed a couple weeks of recording just because yeah. it worked out that way. The second one was because you had COVID. Mm-hmm. Are you willing, to, are you open to discussing what, why... We, we didn't do the one before that, and because it, it wasn't related. Well, so the one we didn't do before that was because I was in Disneyland. Which is awesome. It was great. Disneyland is great. Everything that they say about Disneyland being hard to do is also true, but totally worth it. Totally great. And we had a wonderful time. And Matt, Matt Howie is there right now, and oh. he just posted something that said... That uh, he learned two new th- two things about Disney World, that um, something about the best hurricanes, I guess the, the drink hurricane, the best hurricanes are in New Orleans Square, and that the um, Golden Gate Bridge has an earthquake every five minutes. No, it does not. Well, really? you know, what did he say? Uh, you know, laughter plus time equals comedy or tragedy? I don't know. Tra- tragedy plus time is comedy? Yeah. yeah. I, that's just why I don't have friends. Yes. I keep getting it backwards. I know. <laughs> You're like laughter. You Does anybody me on, remember laughter? On nine eleven, I was killing. Cause I bet. Yeah. oh, it was way too soon. Yeah, you had a lot of good material. Oh, it's so much good material. And the thing is, a lot of people were like, "Oh, I'm sorry, I'm busy, I'm crying." Oh, Rainbow Room is where my parents met, and I'm oh. I'm up there doing like a solid. You know, I was I was like Bernard Shaw that day. I just showed up and did the work. <laughs> I think I still have some writing I did. On nine eleven, or probably nine twelve, where I was really digging into it, you know, really thinking it through. Oh, you were already like kind of getting in front of it. A oh, bit. I was thinking it through, and I had a lot of, I had some deep thoughts, mm. and it turned out none of my deep. It turned out a lot of my deep thoughts were uh, prescient in the sense that I saw the coming storm. My nine um, eleven, uh, in terms of the first couple of days, was defined largely by. Uh, and you, I don't know if you know, know about this. I know you've had jobs, but I don't know if, if you've ever had a lot of this kind of job. It was something where I had to help my boss who was helping his boss because she couldn't uh, get a flight out of town. And so yeah, a lot of what we did help their boss. I oh yeah. A lot feeling. of what we did was like sitting around in her hotel room talking about how this inconvenient, how inconvenient this all was for her. <laughs> she could because she couldn't get back to Tallahassee. Oh, I know Tallahassee. It's a capital it's right city. There. It's right there. You got to rent a car. Capital's got balls. No, I was I was a member of the whole like, um, well, what if we didn't do anything? There were a lot of deep thoughts. It's best that probably were not widely shared amongst all of it. A lot of us had a, as we say in England, a lot of us had reckons about what was going on and why. 
Yeah, a lot of reckoning. That's what, right. Did you reckon? Did you find yourself by the twelfth? Where? And I w- would like to get back to COVID. We mm-hmm. haven't talked at all about Hitler. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what, what? How were you feeling on the twelfth? Were you feeling uh, uh, insightful? I was. Yeah, I was doing quite a bit of reckoning. I was doing some. Uh, I was doing some deep thoughts by Jack Handy. I was. <laughs> I was. Um, I was thinking it all through because. Were you, were you thinking laterally? Because if I know you, and I mm. think I was before I knew you, but I bet you were thinking laterally. I bet mm. you were making, well, and you were making the kind of <laughs> coming through the side door type connections. That's you know? right. That's and one you, of my you, things. You know what I mean? You found monk holes, political, cultural, uh, faith-based monk holes. That's right. Well, you know, one of, the, one of the first places I went that wasn't Western Europe or America was Morocco. And I had, uh, I'd had a, you know, and I'd spent a month there really kind of living. Um, uh, is this going to be a sad one, is it? No, 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 not okay. at all. We'll come back so, to something funny after a while, right? But the thing about, the thing about it was that I felt a connection that you, that one of those connections that you get when you're a young traveler, I felt a, col- a connection to Islam and to Muslim, the Muslim world because it was it can the be first. Very, very, very beautiful faith. Well, it, it's got a lot very, going for it. You know what? It's a beautiful faith, Merlin, as you say. Well, see, like, you don't want to say anything because then people are going to like John Syracuse is going, man, man, people believe in things suck, you know, yeah. and people are going to yell at you. But like, it's a, it's, I, there's a lot to value in it. And boy, that was not getting a lot of airtime air on the 12th. No, it wasn't. And that's the thing. If I had gone to Thailand for the first, uh, for my first trip, as I, you know, I meet people all the time that the first time they ever left the country, they went on some adventure to, to Thailand. It was. It used to be famously pretty inexpensive, but also yes. really, my, my friend in college always insisted you could live in Thailand on $3 a day, which yeah. is, I don't know, might be true. But also, isn't it just extraordinarily beautiful there? It's very beautiful, although I don't think you can live there for $3 a day anymore. And it was I in the 80s. It was in the 80s. And, yeah, and I think there's a lot of, you know, I think Bangkok's very polluted now, but I've never been. But a pixie album was $8 then. I don't have a connection to Thailand, except that I love their delicious cuisine. You, you do, and never mention, never mention the royal family. But so uh, that's true in Morocco too. I got kicked under the table one time, uh, <gasps> sitting at a table. I was a, a, a big group of people. We were all sitting, blah 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 blah. And I said, "So, what do you really think of the king?" And somebody kicked me so hard under the table. <laughs> Like, zip it! Yeah, it's called the Moroccan reminder. <laughs> and I was like, oh, oh! And, were, and everybody's giving me big smiles. Yeah, yeah the first time, like, newbie, oh, first time a newbie walks okay. into a Thai restaurant going, who, who are those chodes in the, in the panties? This guy. Hey, we're hey. four eyes. <laughs> hey, four eyes. Uh, the 80s called and they went their eyes back. So anyway, my la- all my lateral thinking that was happening was like, uh, all based in this feeling that I had like, hey, I understand uh, the 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 Muslim world a little bit right. because of my two months over time that I've spent in Morocco and and you know the the Musliman is my friend I am their friend isn't there a way isn't can't we all learn to live together can't we all just get along right I'm afraid that those essays are at the bottom of a drawer somewhere never to be published but hmm. but I didn't see I didn't see who could have foreseen? I watched a movie last night with um, with the the kid uh, who who was in uh, Donnie Darko. Yeah, uh, Jake what's the, Yeah, that's right. I watched a movie where he was a he was a special oh, forces yeah. guy. Yeah, I feel like I remember that. Yeah, and uh, and I'm watching it, and and you know, and, and the, the 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 underlying plot is like we've been at war in Afghanistan for twenty years. I was like, wow, twenty years, right? That's a long war. 
Woo! Well, now yeah. you know you're you're getting to the age where the people who were born at that time are you know having kids, and when it becomes almost generational, where there is any possibility that there is a generational overlap, like happened in World War II, that's you know that's not great. That, that a father and a son could both be serving, for example. You know, World War II only lasted five years. Hell, that's well stuff in here my it did it's five years long. In, in America, it did. Oh, went a little bit longer good in your beloved Europe. That's a good point you just made. Yeah. Could have, could have gotten year. early and really made a difference, it couldn't went, we? <laughs> it went one more year. What? What are you talking about? It was practically 1942. 1942. New York City. <laughs> this is the end. All right. <laughs> My only friend, the end. <laughs> Can't land on a fraction. <laughs> Merlin, let me stop you there and insert this pre-recorded ad that I'm making for the Long Winter's vinyl reissues. That's right. I'm putting an ad in my own show, which is a thing that's never occurred to me to do. And I, now that I, it has, I feel like I should put one in every single episode for whatever, for whatever the hell I'm doing. But this one... This ad is for an incredible reissue of the entire Long Winter's catalog on colored vinyl by the company Bandbox. Um, it's now the 20-year anniversary of our 2003 record, When I Pretend to Fall. And to commemorate that, all four of our albums are being re-released on special colored vinyl. We remastered them for this occasion. And um, Pretend to Fall is a double record. And the company Bandbox, who's putting it out, has, at least so far, seemed to be uh, a great company to work with. So it's a pre-order situation. The colored vinyl is only going to be available to people who pre-order it. And then it's one of these, you order it, and then they make as many as are ordered. So that pre-order period... uh, is kind of we're already more than halfway through it um i'm sorry i hadn't mentioned it before but we haven't recorded in a couple of weeks anyway go to bandbox well just google bandbox long winters vinyl there's a uh, there's a way you can order all four of them every time i log on to the bandbox or, or the bandbox site i get a 20 percent off offer so and i think there's a discount if you order all four records as a kind of uh box set so let me encourage you all if you are a long winters fan if you're a vinyl fan if you are someone who just loves vinyl as a as a piece of display art um go to bandbox rocks i guess that's their website bandboxrocks.com and uh and pick it up it's a great it's a great thing it's a it's an honor to have made these records and then 20 years later there's still enough interest in them that uh, that the the reissue would be happening. So, thanks again. And now back to the show of me talking to my friend Merlin. Do you have a helicopter? <laughs> oh, I got I got a, I don't have long COVID. My uh, my my daughter's beloved mother and my you know cherished partner uh, likes to likes to say, "Oh, how's your long COVID going?" Because I still have a cough. You know, it's been a couple of weeks. Yeah, and uh, and I'm. And I get mad every time. I don't have long COVID. And then she laughs because it's, it's hard to get my goat 
Well, you know? I mean, it's I don't not know about hard. that. No, that's not true. I think you're your goat right. is pretty right. well exposed it's to most of us. It's pretty easy to get my goat, but she's been getting my goat with this long yes. COVID. Yes. I don't want it. I don't want the long COVID. You said that you thought you had a little long COVID. Well, you know, there's, there, there's a phrase. One time, uh, my friend Sam and I asked his dad about the uh, orientation of their of their uh, interior designer, and what we said to him was, do, "Do you think I think his name was like Rudy? Do you think Rudy might be gay?" And 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 Ken's dad, in a very uh, not mean but very funny way, said, "Well, if he's not, he's missing his best bet." Oh, oh, isn't that well, uh, well, well? Stated. Isn't that a funny? Isn't that a, kind of a funny yeah. thing to say? If he's not, <clears throat> yeah, he's missing his best bet. If I don't have long COVID, I'm missing my best bet. Because uh, my brain is, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm still pretty sharp in some ways, but, and then the thing I'm reading now in the headlines is what they're calling the long cold, where after COVID, you may not have strictly long COVID. Wait, there are people who are fucked from COVID they got in like oh, yeah. Yeah. March of two, 2020 <clears throat> still. And you know, of course they're made to feel crazy because that's how the fucking medical racket works. Well, and anytime you have a lingering or chronic illness, no, but. You're 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 always up against people that are like, really? Why don't you just get better? Oh, absolutely. I mean, before we even get to the emotional, mental, that kind of stuff, just literally the physical stuff. Whether that's you know, uh, I mean, it's had different names over time, but there are a lot of things where eventually, ten years after everybody's been made to feel like they're a crazy person, somebody goes, oh yeah, well that was actually a thing. It turns out we don't know why IBS happens, but people do still have it. It's not a made up oh. thing. People don't just go to the doctor because they want to be probed. You know, well, um, some do. I mean, it's much go to a doctor for that. That would be more like a cosplay kind of thing, I guess. I, I don't want to get into it. Those people get so mad. I don't know how you scrub the fur. I guess they do. Mm. But, you know, but um, what are your... And so that was... You were a pretty sick guy about a week ago. Yeah, I mean, I missed, I missed last week's episode uh, in a kind of unprecedented fashion. And then I just slept through it. And I woke Those up are and they both were, uh, well precedented. Well, come on. Well, I, I think that that's one of those. That, that's one. <laughs> it was cruel of me to laugh like that. Ah, uh, woo. I'm like, glad that I had the microphone on my chest for the startup of that. Everybody got a surreal sense of it. Oh, you get the proximity effect. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, what are your. So, do you. Okay, look, so I, I told you. Um, when I got it, I felt stupid. Um, I felt pretty bad. Like all these people who were like, ah, I just, I kept working at the construction site or whatever. Like all this, all these like West Virginia coal miner types. And I'm like, um, dude. Okay. Here's another example. <laughs> okay. The last, uh, excluding yesterday, the last like four days have been really hot here. Unseasonably, even oh, for oh, October warm. In California. In the Bay area. And then in San Francisco in particular. I yeah. see. So, I mean, it's not unusual for it to get warm, but we get maybe usually, I don't know, if, I'll just say it feels like we get about five, maybe-ish days in, in San Francisco, in the western part of San Francisco. We're talking about a crazy climate here. We get You know, about, the, uh, the coldest summer I ever spent was a yes, winter in San Francisco. That's true. That was Jonathan Swift. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Abraham Lincoln. Yes. Just long enough to reach... The floor, uh, but it's been eighty every over eighty every day, and we're just You're not. Kidding. Oh, well, we're not. Nice. The problem isn't again. We're not hooked up for that. It's like everybody in Atlanta drives crazy when it rains. Well, yeah, that's because it's a really big deal when it first rains in Atlanta. It's like 
get a clue. Have you you selling such a hill people selling such hillbillies when they're like, it's not like that here. And you're like, yeah, it's almost like they're different places. The way people on uh, friends of mine on a podcast, including John Sercusa, keep saying, like, mine. oh, it's, it's a joke, but it's like California has no weather. You can just leave all your important papers outside. And it's like, ha ha ha. It's funny how you keep thinking the East Coast is better at everything. Ha ha ha. Yeah, it's it's very funny. It's really funny how you cannot be fucked to learn other people's time zones. It's very, very funny the way that you do that. Because uh, I've been living it for 24 years, and it's still funny. It is funny. But if you're not hooked up for that, right? I mean, if, you, if you're... I don't know. I'm just like... I was telling Madeline how like, I, this, I lived in several places in Florida that had no air conditioning. And uh, over time, you know, things for poor and young people... Yes. Accommodations. Yes. But, you know, here, I described it as, as feeling, you ever seen those photos of like when it gets really hot and a squirrel just like spreads out somewhere, <laughs> opens up its entire body? Yeah. I said to Madeline the other night, I was practically hallucinating. I'm laying in our bed at like 6.30. Everything, all the windows are open. All the fans are on. It's still 84 degrees in our bedroom, which is not really my ideal sleeping weather. And I always say, I said what I always say, which is like, it's kind of uncanny how many years I spent with this being the norm for me <clears throat> from the ages right. of 12 through 30 something. And, you know, honestly, yeah, most places were air conditioned, but boy, if that air conditioning wasn't working or if you're someplace that the dish didn't have air conditioning, if the air conditioning broke, like every building there is, it's either tuned for not having air conditioning and therefore, it's extremely inefficient to have air conditioning. Or it's made for air conditioning, and you can't open the goddamn windows at all. Ah. And I was just laying there, and I was like, I feel like I'm wearing a fur coat right now. Ugh. Like, I feel I'm laying in bed face down, and I feel like I'm wearing fur. When, in fact, all I'm wearing is, is my, uh, my under, underpants. Your normal fur suit. Your Merlin suit. Mer <laughs> Furlin. Furlin? Is that your Furlin. <laughs> <laughs> no, please don't make that happen. <laughs> I'm a member of the Furlan community. No, oh, he's a Furlan. <laughs> and the other thing I said was something like, I really think that, you know, like when you get stressed out, you get a stress bump. It's your mm -hmm. body's way of like, it's not your body. Your body doesn't want a cold sore, but a mm -hmm. cold sore is a way of saying, okay, Tex, you now officially need to calm the fuck down. Wow. You've been doing, you know, you've been, you get a cold sore, you've been doing too much, staying up too late. In my case, I feel like one of those squirrels. And I, I feel like my body gets this uh, over 80 degrees for more than a few hours, and my body gets this signal to shut down. I don't know. I watch things like Survivor, um, you know, these, these shows, and I'm just, I don't know how people could be outdoors all day. You know what I'm saying? I'm sorry, that went on a long time. But, but what I'm saying is that I'm very, I'm sensitive to certain kinds of things and not that sensitive to other kinds of things. And I think everybody's like that. We all differ. And so we look at other people and go like, ah, you live in California and it's 80 degrees. Boo-hoo. And it's like, mm, okay. Mm. Except, I you hate know, those people that say boo-hoo in a funny voice. Oh, they're the worst. Oh, those boo-hooers. The, the East Coast booers. Yeah, boo-hoo you, my boo friend, is what I say. Oh, oh, must be tough. Must be tough to pay $5,000 in rent. Do, do, you know, do, you know, do you know what my mortgage is like? It's why I need this job that I hate on the East Coast where it's always the right time. <laughs> and then they do that. Remember they uh, Oh, those people. Oh, uh, that's that's yeah, more people. like uh, kind of mid-Atlantic. That's the kind of thing you say in Maryland, probably. You know, I haven't been anywhere in a while, so I don't. I forgot that there are other kinds of people. I mean, yeah. I, that's not true. There I used went to, to Disneyland. Be, yeah, but there are. There used to be more kinds of people for sure. 
There, there did. There were so many kinds of people. There were a lot of kinds of people, and now it seems like there's not. There's no, there's only... like there's probably I'm not. I don't have the time or the interest to get super into it today. I yeah. gotta get ready for Madeline's birthday. Oh, sure, I know you got stuff to do. Well, oh, it's gotta, Daddy's it's, birthday. Well, yeah, and the jubilee starts today, so I got stuff to do. And, and as always, you know, I'm a little. I'm always, you know, behind. Where I'm sure, sure, sure. You got because I'm not that kind of guy. There's Other things on the head, and you're on well, this side of the eight ball. Here's the eight ball, and then yes. there's the stuff you have to do on the other. I haven't side. even bought the eight ball yet. Mm. Yeah, Amazon says it. I should call, call them back if it's not there in a couple of days. No. Um, oh, what? no, 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 no. no. You've, but, but, you've got an Amazon, Amazon uh, uh, platinum account. Zip up, zip up. Don't you have Amazon? Amazon Prime on the climb. Now, that doesn't even sound like Louis Armstrong. Every time the, the person comes Buble? with a new order of that? toilet paper, aren't, yes. they like, aren't they like, Merlin? And you're like, yeah, no, that's me. That's me in yeah. paper towels. <laughs> Where does he put them all? Does he just put them right in the trash? Uh, yes, I get much of my future trash from Amazon. Uh, do you recycle? Uh, do you do you people there in in California recycle? Well, in air quotes, yes. Uh huh. We and we heavily in air quotes recycle. And do you compost? Yes, we heavily quote unquote. Actually, compost <laughs> is closer to something real. The trash and recycling you- thing is very funny right now. Do you, um, hmm, yes. when you are going through paper towels, which <clears throat> yes. I know you do in, in profusion. Oh, yeah. Do those paper towels get composted? I mean. Do you compost them? Do you make an effort to, I to do. imagine them going back to the soil? I, 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 I do, and you did not ask for this detail, but this is one reason I wish that all, I mean, my wife is a person and a grown-up, so we have things that close. Agreed. As, as soon as you cover, as soon as you cover Anything where trash goes, you're going to create resistance to using it as much as you'd like. So I would love to be oh, able to Oh, you want an open-top garbage can that you can just Because I had a surprising number of three-pointers. Okay. And I'd love to do that with my paper towel. I'm not going to go always walk over and do it. No, answer your question, though. In answer to your query, the questions are written down for me. And, yes. and what I do is, I, uh, yeah, I, I'm a recycling boy, but that's partly, we can't get into this, but, but partly because, you know, recycling is bullshit right now. You know that, yes, right? of course, of course. They totally just take the cardboard and put it in a room. They put folded cardboard in a room in case someday someone wants cardboard again. Now, that's not true. Oh, it absolutely is. They put folded cardboard Almost in a room all in case of our one recycling. day someone wants cardboard again. There was an anom. I learned this from a podcast. Um, I speak English very well. I learned it from a book. Um, but what I learned was that there was, beyond a perfect storm, this, this combination of, this is a very good turns out story. There were three things that happened in the 90s that created, you know, like most of us walk around today going, oh, we got to recycle this, right? Well, that's good. It's very good. It would be nice if we could, but the thing is, you can't, if something's got oil in it, you can't really recycle it. It's not really recyclable. Very plastics, yes, kind of, sort of, but there was a unique moment in the '90s where I think it was like a couple, three things happened. One was that fuel for big ships and barges was super cheap. Another was that China was uh, China in particular was actually interested in getting recyclable stuff that they could turn into something else. Anyway, it created what ultimately was a, a pretty if not false, at least temporary economy, of us getting used to putting all of our crystal geyser, and I know you love Dasani, that's your favorite, the raccoon water bottles, putting all those on a barge and just sending it to China. And then eventually, understandably, China's like, hey, you know what? 
the fuel's not so cheap anymore, and we're sick of getting yogurt out of your fucking plastic. There's no money in this. So now there's a very small number of things that are actually, in an according to Hoyle way, actually recycled. And then at the other end of the spectrum, there are things where like, look, we don't want to break this habit we've got people into. In our case, we've got a half-size garbage can, a half, uh, you know, re- landfill, if you, if you like, half-size compost and full-size recycling. So it just makes sense to quote-unquote recycle because you get more trash space. But then a bunch of it goes to the dump and it just goes in different piles where it's just basically bespoke sorted garbage. Mm. This, is, this is known. Mm-hmm. It is known. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, yes. I, I think it is. I think it is. And, like, I, I mean, I, I, I think I understand all of that. And I would like to be better about those things. But, um, you know, it used to be time was they would, they, in, the, in the light of the garbage truck, they, they would be going through our, that's yeah, five, ten years ago, they would be going through the trash and give us, like, a nasty gram if there was something in there that wasn't supposed to be in there. We don't, mm. we don't get that anymore. <clears throat> I, you know, I spend a lot of time thinking about what I would do if I had a billion dollars. Do you do, spend any you? time thinking about that? Um, no. If you had a billion dollars, you don't sit and, and when you're on a drive, you don't think like, right. if I had a billion dollars. I think about other things that won't happen, but not that one so much. I mean, there's a part of me that feels like I would like half a million dollars. Oh, half a million dollars. That's a manageable amount to have. That would be awesome. And if I had a half a million dollars, I think, you know what, Merlin? I think all my problems would go away. Yes. A half, one half million dollars and all if my you problems have, would If go you have away. less money now and you aren't as happy, you have to assume that when you get a ton more, literally everything will be better. And if you yes. get that full B, if, you, if you're in the, the Tres Comas Club, you're, you're mm-hmm. going to be out there helping a lot of people. Well, and you thought about this while you're driving. The thing is, my my two uh, my two fascinations. I think when I think about if I had a billion dollars, I I have a couple of fascinations. You're the most ready to be interviewed man I've ever met. <laughs> <laughs> actually, thank actually. you, Tom. Actually, thank you, Tom. I do have two concerns that really just interests that have uh, over the years. Two things. One of them is what would I do? Well, Mr. Roderick, we haven't begun. We haven't begun. I don't know if I had, if you could buy my pain for five hundred thousand dollars, but if I had a billion dollars, yeah, yeah, I would create more pain for myself. And and there's a couple of things, a couple of fascinations I have, and one of them is, is there a way that we can make recycling real? I don't mean. I don't mean. <laughs> this goes back to a kind of an old theme on this show, John. Yes. Can we make it? Can we make it real? Can we yes. build a train? Yes. Can we? Uh, can we get us to the future? I think if I had a billion dollars, I could at least say whether or not recycling could be real or not. I also am increasingly interested in building a sin city. So a lot of people, it's funny because um, they've been talking about, there's been several headlines about things happening in, uh, I've seen several things about Nevada recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw a really good video about what the problem with West Virginia is and how much of it you would love this video about how it's especially, it is the most pound for pound, the most hilly uh, place in America is West Virginia. It's very hilly. And every place where you can build something, they've built something. Any place, all the flat. Yeah. Yeah. So basically the turn of a river gives you this area. There's, if you look, there's all these little towns that are built up in like the curve of a river because it's all between mountains. It's all the stuff you love talking about. I think, well, maybe you have a third thing now, but they were saying how Nevada, like, you know, it's, it's unerable. It's just, there's too much desert. I've been hearing about, I heard about you two playing a concert there. I heard about the large eye or basketball. 
That's right. Seems interesting in there. And uh, and so, but but you know what's funny? Like you is they, they still. I used to. Um, but when they I say know. Sin City, I mean, is there really that much sin? Because I feel no. like in the '90s it got pretty. Fa- you are you talking about a place like a? Is it a Sodom? A, a Gomorrah? Is it a a, a Gamora? Is it, it is. A, it's one of those. Sodom I feel and Gamera like, would be a good movie, by the way. The, uh, uh, and the, uh, what? They're two detectives, and one of them's a sheepdog. Uh, <laughs> Wait a minute. Uh, Gamera wasn't Gamera like a spinning turtle? Oh, Gamera, the spinning turtle. No, who am I thinking of? Was that Totoro? Totoro. No, he doesn't. Was a bear? He spins. Or Totoro, Totoro spins on the top of the tree. Was he a pet? Was he a bum, Pikachu? Bum, 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 bum. No. You what is a Totoro? Movie. A Totoro is, it's a word, it's I a, think it means it's Japanese for like troll, but oh. uh, you should see it. It's a very good movie. It's called no, uh, I've seen my, it. my Neighbor Totoro. Oh, I've seen it. it. It's got a bear in it. It's got, it's it's got, like three, it's got three bears, but they're not the three bears you're thinking of, turns out. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, I think a So you're going to create it, number one, wait, no, is it number two or number one? Well, I think number one right now Form is a to more see if I could make... If I could determine whether or not recycling could be real. Oh, sorry, recycling in Sin City. Got it. Got it. Got it. But Sin City, I feel like there's two. There's a couple of things, and one of them is there are a lot of there. Or at least there used to be a lot of decommissioned <laughs> military bases. <laughs> now, like, I, tra- like Treasure Island kind of yeah, has that. Exactly. They've kind of turned Treasure Island from like first it was they built a fake island for an exposition, mm-hmm. tore down all the buildings, and then made like it was like a big brutalist shit, mm-hmm. which is a terrific. <laughs> Ted Leo album, <laughs> the brutalist shits, but um, yeah, and now, but like that was like a, na- like a practically a navy base for a while. You could probably yeah, pick sure. a lot of that stuff. I bet a lot of it. Your biggest problem is going to be environmental remediation. Well, but this was this was true. I think a decade or two ago, when all of those bases were getting closed down and everything was getting consolidated in these joint bases. And then oh, there like were Joint Base Andrews is the name of one I know. Joint Base Andrews, right? Which just used to be Andrews Air Force Base, and now it's right. a- Andrews plus combined with some other base. Mm. That's how they do. That's how they do you. You should but ask there were all Colonel, these, Colonel, Lieutenant Colonel Mike Milligan about this. There were all these bases out Steam there, shovel. and I think cities were getting them for pennies on the dollar because yes. of this mitigation you're talking about, and also like, oh, let's just build some bike trails around them. And there's probably, yeah. I mean, like, probably I'm repeating what you're saying, probably, but I bet there's also is like, you know, what, like probably like tax benefits in some cases, or some kind of like low interest loans to be able to like, if you if you pick up this thing that used to be a warehouse for bombs, and you figure out a way to turn it into a flea market, like you don't have to pay taxes for two years or something. I bet there's stuff like that out there. I, I, I yeah. I I wonder. I haven't really researched it because I don't have a billion dollars or even five hundred thousand. But I. But uh, that. So and then there's also the entire midwestern United States where young people don't want to live anymore. So you've got all these towns, right, big right, towns, right. some of them that just don't have anybody in them. Old people are still, you know, moldering away yeah. there. But I feel like you could buy them for pennies on the dollar. You're talking about like okay. So here's the thing. Like was a term I remember learning in the '80s, megalopolis. Uh, you think about something like the uh, Eastern. Uh, the, the west, sorry, the east coast of Florida, where you can go kind of basically from like Fort Lauderdale down to Miami. It's almost like a contiguous, yeah. you know, series. Just a, you could probably, I bet there's, and with all respect, I bet there's places in Oklahoma that are like pretty well developed. You could look, you could probably just use the strategy of like where dollar stores have been built because dollar stores will mm. tell you a lot about bargains to pick up. Mm. Bargains. I want. I think there are definitely places in the in the plains, uh, what we call the uh, the prairie states, huh. 
where they didn't even get around to building a dollar store because there wasn't even enough audience for a dollar store. I'm going to send you a video about dollar stores. It's going to blow your mind. Oh, no, no. I, I know the story of the dollar yeah. stores. They're bad. They're a bad they, bad they are thing. They are bad, but they have a unique... The, one thing that's unique about them that even Walmart can't touch is that they find places that are exactly like... like, like places that have like a gas station, mm. just a gas station, will also have a dollar store because mm. they have this strategy of going into places where poor people can't drive very far, but it's still a destination and out in the dust. Economies of scale, John, this is the kind of thing Supertrain was built for. It's all a lie because they're not, it's it's not a 99 cent store anymore. It used to be at a 99 cent store. Time was. Do you remember that, John? Cents. You could, there was stuff, you you go to the nickel store and everything was a nickel. Remember that? But no, I'm all, well, it was a five and dime. So well, it's called Nickel Joe's, they called it, yeah. But I've got this, I've got this, I, I, I'm running it all the time. I'm running this script all the time and not script like a play, the script of a play, but I'm talking sin. about a script. Uh, you, you guys talk about them in computers, right? Isn't it yes. a script? Yeah. So sure. I'm running, I'm running the numbers, right? I've got the, I've got the ones and zeros coming down in big cascades, big chains oh, yeah, 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 in yeah. green light. And I'm thinking, <laughs> what is the perfect way? What is the perfect place where you could build, like you could get, you could get a 10 mile square piece of property, let's say. Yeah, uh, and it's got some towns in it already. Let's say so. Then, but like, it might be miles. a little bit of infrastructure because there mm -hmm. might be some. It isn't like you're gonna go like I don't know, go making a murderer where you've got to like go dig your own toilets and stuff. There's probably some infrastructure you could shit dog. You could come to San Francisco and get Westfield Center for a song. See, there you go. Three hundred thousand square feet, and they're like talking about knocking it down and putting something else there. And I'm like. Oh my God! You are people have already been talking about old malls as generations. This is Jason and I talk about homes. this. This is all yeah. Jason and I talk about. Is yeah. the mayor's big plan was we're going to knock down. So you, you've probably been there. There's a mall in San Francisco. Oh, I've been there. Called Westfield Center. They have great food down in the food court where my kid and I used to go. We used to go there almost every weekend, see a movie, and give mom a break. And uh, that was, you know, back then we called it Daddy Daughter Day. And uh, and so basically Nordstrom's was 100,000 square feet of that, and they bounced. The people who, uh, have you heard about this? Is Jason keeping you up to date on this, Pound Sign Cron? Um, you know, 300,000 square foot, like five story mall. It's where we used to go to see Santa. It's got mm -hmm, like a cupola, mm -hmm. a glass. It's this gorgeous place. And one of the, because the mayor just like every week comes up with some new bullshit thing that she hasn't really thought through with all respect. And one sure. of those was, we're, well, the sec, the one, one that was pretty recent was we're going to have a soccer stadium downtown because oh. we can finally fill all that demand downtown for soccer. That doesn't make very much <clears throat> sense but you know, to be me. Great. I don't even live there. And but you know, exactly. Right. It's, and it's sort of like, I don't know, I guess if you get some kind of a weird unsightly growth, you, you hope that that makes you an interesting character actor and will change your career. Her plan is like, tear down Westfield Center. Now, I want you to understand, this is a high-end Westfield. It's a name you've heard before. They're nice small. We have one of those up Of course. Yeah. 300,000 square feet. So what we'll do, why don't we go ahead and tear that down We'll hire people to tear down 300,000 completed square feet of full infrastructure, right? And they got nice turrets. They got HVAC. The whole place is done. It's built. This becomes important. Especially you guys that are thinking about buying five Rivians instead of your current Honda Accord. Mm. You know what's better for the environment? Stop buying new things. And no, no, no. Five Rivians. You tie them together and it powers a whole neighborhood. Oh, like a Voltron. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> But and then and then she said and then the question becomes like uh, so excuse me uh, mayor um once you've torn down three hundred thousand complete and like finished square feet of infrastructure inside the middle of San Francisco what'll go there and there's not a plan a soccer stadium well it could be the soccer stadium if you build it vertically no but what should go there is a sin city 
I it's, think what this is we the part need... that I just I'm, I want to get over this one hump, John, because yeah, I ahead. think you're fucking right. It's, yes. It's, it's, you also know that's the only you've been there. We've gone there together. I think it's the yes. only place in San Francisco that does something other cities do that's special, which is Bart and Muni have an entrance into the fucking mall. Your subway pulls up and you walk in the door and now you're inside the mall. Yep. Like, do you understand what people would do, what people would kill for that in, like, other cities? And South Korea, man, you know what it would cost to do something like that? Jesus fucking Christ. But what I'm getting is, oh, boy. John, this, I, I have to say, my heart is softening in three sizes this day. Yes. Uh, you could save San Francisco. Not that you should. Oh, but no, can you imagine no. what would happen if you go in, turnkey operation, you say, get some people in there, sweep the place out, flush the toilets. And give me, give me, a, give me a few weeks because I'm going to make some changes to to the currently former Westfield Center, Sin City, Sin City, Sin Santra. City. This Santra. is I, Sin I think Sin, Sin City is the. I think it's the future of Super Train right now. Yes, because Pilot I project. really, I believe that uh, I believe the children are our future, as you know. I you, also, uh, you believe, know, you said that for so long. I know, I know. It really is one of my core beliefs. But I believe I also the old people believe, are our past. I think people need a a a, a cheap, easy, accessible yeah. place to do sin. Thank you. And I think and that, then get on a, a, a bard, and you can be back in Antioch the same day. Well, but also maybe not. Maybe oh. you stay in Sin City because you want to live in sin. It's living in sin. That's our tagline. Live, could it be hey, like could it be like Gangs of New sin. York where there's like different areas inside of it? You know the beginning of Gangs of New York where there's all the structure and that's mm -hmm. based on a real thing in New York where people yeah. used, used to live in these crazy buildings that look like Barbie's dream house but hellish. Yeah. Could could it have different areas? Could it have it maybe would. gangs? Would it be sexy? Would it, it be dangerous? Would. All of those things. You see, it's the, a city of sin. There's the problem, right? We've got the one thing that that uh, that that conservatives and liberals have always agreed on is that people that are uh, living in sin uh, or are poor, which a lot or, of people... Or miscegenating. I think a lot of people... remember the miscegenations? That, people hated that. A lot of people think that people that are poor are living in sin already because otherwise, why would God have cursed them? Well, they're them? Certainly, certainly not living in the light of the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Especially if you're, if you see, you're living you in a the prosperity they, gospel They eat such situation. cheap food. Well, this is the thing. They go to yeah. Dollar General. But what... what, what, what Dollar General. <laughs> what happens... <laughs> What happens is that uh, uh -huh. uh, that conservative people believe that uh, people uh, living in sin need to be punished, and uh, and liberal people think that people living in sin need to be reformed or helped, right? Or or <laughs> reeducated. Uh, yeah, or just um, yeah, like uh, either. Why don't uh, they get into treatment? Why don't they get into a program? Get into treatment. Get into program. But also, the reason they're living in sin is because they had very difficult uh, childhoods, or maybe. Yeah. Uh, maybe and, but, generational you know, trauma. But, you know, a lot of black people, the, the father's gone. That's what they used to say in the it's 80s. Thing. It's a thing. That? So, but one thing that liberals and conservatives always agree on is that no one in their right mind could legitimately uh, voluntarily choose to live in sin as a, as a decision, as a, as, a, as a conscious adult decision. This is what I want to do with my life, which is be high all the time. And not answer to anybody. But you're saying and, like it, it's this is this is a, a well space that's become kind of a, a co-opted word. But this is an area where you're allowed to be fully committed to to your version of sin. There are a lot of people out there. I'm a, I'm just going to come out and say it, Merlin. There are a I lot. I wish you of people. would come out and say it because I think this is going to cover all the things a lot of people aren't talking about right now. 
There are a surprising number of fully grown adult people uh-huh. in their right minds who just want to be high all the time and not answer to anybody. Right. And it is if you are on either side of the political spectrum and you truly do want to give human beings agency and say these are adult people and they have actual agency over themselves, you have to confront the fact that a certain percentage of them and not an insignificant percentage of them right. are going to say – Actually, with my full agency, what I would like to do is be high all the time and not answer to anybody. What I want... What I want... Is is the, the ability to commit... Now, the thing is, there's... there's a, I, I'm interested in this idea of what they call harm reduction, and I yeah. know it's something that's a very complicated idea for a lot of people, or a sure. bad idea. You're saying here, like, maybe maybe you go down the street, you go over to Mission Street if you want some harm reduction. This is potentially harm harm amplification. Well... But I mean, in the sense of, like, but if you decided to fully commit to smoking... Like, don't worry, you're never going to run out of cigarettes here. It's going to be kind of like well, Pinocchio Island, right? When, well, with the, with the, when they take, take him to uh, Pleasure Island, and, and he smokes cigars and plays billiards. Oh, man, it so, still sounds so fun. It was but, scary at the time, but now I think it's a little sexy. But, uh, cigars and billiards with a fox? The fox is wearing a top hat? He should be. Then, he should be the concierge. Yeah, when you at, get the uh, conch, you get, that's your time. That's your chance to. That's your chance to talk. No, I'm saying that in a situation, a <laughs> lot of the me. problems that we have in our in our lives now are about not uh, ac- not accepting timidity and fear, John. Not timidity. Accept, not accepting. That people want, that people could legitimately want to get high, stay high all the time, and not answer anybody. And then somebody and says, so, to them, "Are you sure that's what you want?" And they go, "Yes, I've well, we thought spend, about this. I we want spend this. a ton of time either trying to regulate them, trying Talk to get them, out them of it. treatment, trying to get them into yes. affordable housing, and get them a job when they don't want a job and they don't want to. They just want to be high. And so, what there needs to be in every every region is a sin city where you can go and just fuck off. And mm-hmm. the thing is, it's much cheaper to just give drugs to people that want to be high than it is. If you, if you, if you buy, if you buy, think about the way Walmart uh, works, John, it, it's economies of scale. It's economies of drugs scale. Drugs don't but, have but, to be expensive. But also drugs aren't expensive at all to produce. No. It's it, what makes them expensive is that we make them middle, illegal. Middle man. Yeah. Then you can't find them. Yeah. And then when you do find them, you got to pay for them, and so then you got to do robberies, yeah. and then you've got to do then you got to do bad things. You got to go into stores and shoplift a, a, a toilet paper because you can't afford it. All the all the things where really, if you just want to, and you know, and there's a whole language around this uh, about warehousing people. But the thing is, if you want to get high and not answer to anybody, you're really not a threat to anybody. You're not intrinsically dangerous. In fact, you're the opposite. You're very manageable. The, the pra- population pra- I would people, be practically docile. Everyone would. Mm-hmm. If you had drugs, if you were a drug person and you wanted drugs and you had those drugs. Right. And you had a place, a warm place to watch television. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's no crime in you. And there's you no, know the thing, if, if you just, is this because it's you and 50 people inside of what used to be a Michael Kors accessories store? Yes. That's yes. fun. I mean, that, that, the thing is, well, oh, oh without, I'm not going to name her, her name, but the, the mayor's going to knock all that down. Where's all the Michael Kors go? That's what that's what Michael Stipe asked. <laughs> well, the Michael Kors is going to find a place to live, but I'm saying there. But like, other like you've segments. got an empty store there. Well, it could be Bed, Bed Bath and Beyond, or it could be the so- store where they used to sell regular stuff, and now it's autographed bobbleheads. Well, here's one thing that you're doing that I'm not sure Sin City even needs, which what? is thinking about it. Sin City just needs to Whoa. be a place. 
it yeah. will think it it's not think city itself. it's not think city this yeah. is what liberals do right they Holy go in there shit, like oh John. the michael kors is going to be for these people i was and the, I, well, and the gap is going to be for these people the and call it's like, was coming from inside the michael kors yeah the people that are in Ooh. sin city Ooh. are going to are going to determine who the michael kors is for the, uh right? oh, self-govern Sin governs itself. Sin governs. I'm writing that down. As long as okay, the 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 as long as the natural resources of sin, mm-hmm. which mm. are drugs and, and tobacco and alcohol, whoopee cushions, whoopee cushions, um, privacy, a flashlight. Uh, there's got to be, as you say, working toilets. It's always nice to have working toilets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you know there will be an economy. Of course, the problem with a sin city, and here's here's. I, you know, I think about this a lot. This is where the I, sin meets the road. Because the problem is, at one level, in order for it to fly with the world, you have to contain it, right? You can't just have Sin City with open borders. <laughs> but <laughs> as soon as you put borders around the thing, yeah, then, <gasps> then You're back where you were before, all the people that don't want to have to answer to anybody are up against the fact that there's a, that there's a wall, and so anytime you've got people who are like, all I want to do is behind, not answer to anybody, and you say, that's great, just go through this gate, and uh-huh. you can do whatever you want, you're going to have a certain percentage of them that are like, I'm not going through your gate. I didn't come here to fill out forms. I'm not going to go through some gate. Uh-uh-uh-uh. And so how do you manage a situation where it's got to be a discrete area? One in, but, one out? Well, the appeal of it has got to be strong enough, and the mm. truth of it in the sense that within it, you don't have to answer. It has to be it has to be powerful enough that you're willing to go through the step of registering. You know, to, registering. The, to yeah, enter and what you're describing, it. just to repeat what you're saying, what you're describing here is people who want to get high and just be left alone, and not the kind of people who want to get vol- involved in going to like meetings about zoning. They don't want to do that, right? But they don't want to go to meetings of any kind. They want to but get also, high. They want to get high and ride their machines. But there's also an element without being you know, hassled by the man. Exactly. Okay. But they don't want. They don't. You know. And I They're think free. a lot of organized crime <laughs> is going to be gone because organized crime is feeding on shame, right? But also availability, and and uh, you know our availability heuristic here <clears throat> is that I've always felt like the the first step to Sin City is uh, is is basically like. Um, uh, well, what, what's the kind? It's a generic beer. Remember generic beer? Yeah, like that's just a beer. Yeah, yeah. So what we're talking about is a is a is an entire culture based around repo man beer, um, because ordinary none fucking of, people. None of the stuff. That's right. <laughs> none of the stuff in Sin City is gonna be is gonna be. It doesn't have to be nice. Now, there's probably going to be a corner, probably up there by the Michael Kors, where there's the nice corner of Sin City, right? Where the people up there are oh, like, John, we're John, at I'm a hold- higher level. If you f- it feels like I'm interrupting you, but I'm holding my tongue, John, because mm-hmm. you know what I you know. need here? You need Judge Dredd. You need Snowpiercer. Let's talk about what this is really going to be, Let's which do. is if, if it's Westfield Santra. Um, it's going to be like, let's just say arbitrarily five stories. And okay. do you think, do you think the, the rich sinners live on the bottom floor by yeah. the Korean barbecue? No, no, they're up, they're, they're up, up in the cupola. Can, yeah. Up you li- can see the, the smoke filled sky up there. You can see the smoke filled, that's where, where Santa used to be. 
and uh, and a really nice nice Chinese restaurant and, and an autograph. But again, now you start getting autograph stores. The thing is, human beings are going to take care of that, right? There's always going to mm. be the people down at the bottom. There's always going to be the people hand. The, the last car in the Snowpiercer where they're eating bug slime. Yeah. That's just, you know, that's unconscious knowledge. What we what we're what we're trying to do? I don't do, know what that means. What we're trying to do? What we're trying to do is build a sin city that runs itself. A sin city where people are uh, where people are fr- are are free from both the conservative impulse to punish them for being poor and the liberal impulse to reform them and and make them into uh, whatever the angels of their better nature and just let them. Be high and not answer to anybody. I swear to you. Kind of like can, a little bit, a little bit Hamsterdam from uh, The Wire. It's fully Hamsterdam. Yeah, fully because in Hamsterdam, remember the cops were there. They and were Hamsterdam just was so there. beat up, it kind of looked like Safety City, where you learned to ride your bike as a kid. You mm-hmm. know, it, mm-hmm. remember it was all with the boarded up, all the boarded up buildings, and oh god. But what the, you're seeing right now is Hamsterdam yeah. in the mission. It's basically Hamsterdam. It's well, not even Hamsterdam because there aren't even. If you were on the calls with Jason and me, you would know about the open air drug markets yes. and the organized theft of Walgreens in particular. What they're doing to Walgreens in this town—they're just <laughs> oh my god! Oh poor oh Walgreens! God. Walgreens oh. is having oh oh oh. Let's you pour know one what? out for Walgreens. You know, and and just in that spirit, let me just tell you about one. I'm going to cop to something. I'm going to cop to Go something ahead, that ahead, I don't feel ahead. great about. Go ahead. Sometimes I, I've had a sort of fraught relationship sometimes with advertisers on podcasts where, like, for the longest time, it was stuff I would take. You keep talking about Hitler. Yeah, there were two Squarespace spots in a row where we talked about Hitler right before. But but anyway, like, okay, all I'm just gonna say, there was a time where we had a show that was sponsored by this company that makes air filters, and it's Molecule with a K. And I was like, damn, send me one of these $800 molecule, $800, John, molecule air filters. Is it really great? Well, as it happened, I, t- I was in receipt of one of these the week, that one week, three or four years ago, where we had the terrible, terrible, terrible smoke and orange air. And, yeah, and what I discovered was- You guys with your 80 degrees, ooh, boo-hoo. Yeah, we keep all our paper outside. The, the, um, here's the thing to know about this. It was very costly, okay? And I have the tools to do things like, for example, measure air quality independently of, what the, of the device that's doing the supposed air quality stuff. Nerd! I've, yeah, and I've got meters for that kind of stuff. And like, I can measure how that's going. Nerd. And my $120 Coway works a lot better than this $800 one. Why do I mention it? Because you know they're going into bankruptcy. And I, this, is, this is admittedly a pound sign cron. This is an SF Chronicle headline that I'm going to mess her a little bit here. But they're basically blaming homelessness, the company, for why they're going bankrupt. Oh, sure. So the company that made $800 air filters that didn't work and they bought, they bought good reviews and stuff like that, in my opinion, um, it happens. The, yeah, they're saying they had to abandon the building where they, they had a whole building downtown. They had to abandon it because of homeless people. So you, homeless people, are what ultimately brought down the $800 air filter startup. How about that for an excuse? That and is Walgreens, quite an Walgreens and Target. Oh, we're not closing this because we took, we took a little bit of a... Um, it was a little bit of gamble to build a store near where Poor's lived. And hmm. honestly, it was not really as profitable as we needed it to be, even though we're having one of our most profitable. So we're closing a whole bunch of stores that are near Poor's. But we can't oh. say it's because they're near Poor's. So why did they say they're closing them? Um, the weather. Oh, oh the organi- it's the organized crime. It's, it's the retail theft gangs. That's the hot story here now. Retail theft gangs. 
Retail out of control. Gigs. Yeah, they're just putting down a portcullis over all, all of Market Street. It's coming straight down. You can't get any, you, you can't get you can't get anything at Walgreens anymore without somebody taking it out of the jail for you. Oh well, that's how it always should have been. It should have just been one of those banker things where you go up and there's a little door, and somebody behind the glass says, "Can I help you?" Oh, like a, not you a go, night I want toothpaste. Yeah. Uh, did you have but, those places where you drive through a giant garage? It's kind of like a pony keg. You go through a giant garage, drive through, and they'll like give you your beer, your ice, your Coke, whatever they'll put in the car for you. Did you ever go to no, those? No, we never had those. That was a Florida thing. Yeah, that's not, that sounds very Florida. What do you think there's a the role, mug? though? Is there a role for saving San Francisco for Sin City? Is there, is there a way that it, it maybe maybe could be a nice closed-air drug market that's over, no, no, over no. near that, where the lobster roll place was? That's the thing. So uh, the, the real project of Sin City is not about San Francisco or Seattle. Good. Or New York, because the you know those situations. That's what that's that, that's not what my billion dollars is all about. I think that's, eventually that, in the community they'll refer to those as old cities. Those are trillion dollar problems. Old cities. What I'm talking about is mm-hmm. a is a bespoke sin city mm-hmm. built in on the prairie, in a place where <gasps> no one's doing anything anymore. Okay. All the farms, all the combines are are driven you're gonna, by you're GPS. You can pick up that now. land for nickels on a dollar. Yeah, it's just yeah. it's just it's just GPS combines going around in in giant gyres, uh, pulling up soybeans or whatever it is. You the just hell turn into Lewis Carroll briefly. Maybe, maybe <laughs> it's a little Jabberwocky. <laughs> and what what I um, <laughs> maybe that should be your persona in Sin City, Mayor, so, Mayor Jabberwocky. <laughs> I wear a white trench coat and fingerless gloves. Oh, it's just so hot today. I think I'll have some crack cocaine. (laughs) But we're gonna we're gonna build a a magnet city. It's gonna have a giant eyeball, just like uh, just like Vegas. Uh, but it's going to be all about mm-hmm. once you're in here. Except we make it into like a titty or like a uh, giant titty, right? Or, or, or a, Marty Feldman's eye. Like yeah, we make it fun. A, a really, really bloodshot eye. But you know, there's like going to be, it's just going to be a full time party and, you know, no rules. It's going to be just like an Outback Steakhouse. Just right. It's going to be, it's going to be fun all the time. And we're going to supply a certain low level of, of uh, generic <laughs> beer. And like watered down fentanyl, uh-huh. and it's gonna be—it's actually safer. You'll like it. It's gonna be safe, exactly. Yes. And people are gonna say, "You know what? This sucks. I'm out here fighting the city of San Francisco, living under a tarp, when I could be in Sin City." Yes. And you know, and sure, maybe they're harvesting my blood, or maybe at the end of the day, I'm turned into Soylent Green. But for the for the mid period of my life, when I just want to get high and not answer to anybody, yes, yes, yes. this is where I want to be. Maybe and they're wanna, using parts of my brain as some kind of a cyber hard drive, but, but you know, I'm getting those. I'm getting those Marlboro lights. I enjoy. They'd be doing that anyway, right? Yeah. I mean, and the thing is, I wouldn't be consenting, whereas now I am. And I do think this is the you know, and it's a mental health uh, uh, story too, because of course we close down all the mental health facilities in America, Oof. and there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, people out there that, uh, and again, from the liberal standpoint, all they need is treatment. And from the conservative standpoint, all they need is discipline. But there are this is the thing about agency, right? There are a lot of people with mental health issues that also still have full human agency. They can choose. Maybe they're sick. Maybe they if they were on medication, maybe their lives would be better. Right. Yeah. But do they have agency or do they not? If they do not have agency. It's just agency, another version of are you pushing them with a stick or pulling them with a stick, right? Well you're just it, shoving it. That's that's what big city does. And this is the problem with 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 uh, with 
the sociological left, which is that on the one hand, you want everybody to have agency, but on the other hand, you want to say, well, they're not capable of making that decision because they're not well. And huh. it's like, you can't have both. They need have good agency. Yeah. And if, pe- if these people don't have agency, then they need to be what? Institutionalized, which nobody wants to do. So what you do is let them do what they want. And to a certain extent, what people want to do is get high, and, and not alone. have to answer. That's right. Yeah. And there need to be places in our society. What about society Rumspringa? You know, like where the Amish boys go and they have to like go and be in the world and then make a uh, an assertive decision to come back and live in the community as an well, so Amish th- adult? So, so this is one of the dangers of implementing a Sin City is that, mm-hmm. yes, there are going to be, there's always, there's going to be constant influx of 18-year-olds who are like, I want a Sin City. Yeah, baseball caps. But then that's fresh meat. You don't want to put a bunch of young 18-year-olds in Sin City where there are a lot of people in there who are just There's a uh, lot of guys on hungry. the second. Yeah, there's a guy, a lot of guys on the second to the highest floor who are going to be very happy to see those folks come to Sin City. Exactly. So all of there's they, they, got they to get, be, They want to get their blood transfused or something. There's got to be some kind of uh, of recognition of like, well, first of all, when you go into Sin City, you sign it away, right? You sign a piece of paper that's like, look, I'm not. Oh, I'm glad we got call, lawyers, lawyers not, working on this. I'm not going to call uh-huh. uh, uh, like a hell uh, a medevac. <laughs> yeah, and it's or, not. When we say you're not going to fill out a form. It's more like we'll scan your face, and that in Sin, in Sin City that counts as a signature. <laughs> so I've been well. There's that, but I've also by felt entering like, Sin City, you agree that you have no right to sue us. There's got to be, I think, there has to be a, a, an import-export office. There's got to be customs. Oh, I love that. You can't just bring anything in, and you can't just take anything out. I totally agree. It's like, I'm not going to spoil any movies, but, you know, maybe some, it's a little bit like Tenet. Maybe it's a little bit like, um, what's the one where uh, J.K. Uh, Simmons meets his uh, meets his alternate reality oh guy. counterpart great counterpart so good show. great tv show. right but the idea of like you pass through this like or like an arrival where you got to get hosed off before you're allowed back in the tent what yes. do you call it john like not not an airlock exactly but a um containment facility a containment facility. you're between you're between sin and the world and sin this and the is city the, you know, this is the problem this is the problem uh, of people that are like well i don't want to have to answer to anybody i don't want an id card and it's like well do you want into sin city or not because you can't just come in here with a truckload of cats unless we know <laughs> like oh you're bringing in 50 cats all right <laughs> you can hear it when it's just at fourth you can hear it at like maybe it's sixth street here it's coming towards it's coming toward the Westfield Center. Here come Catra. Come the cats. Well, the, the, because the thing is, it's it, this is one of those problems, right? Where it's like, oh, we got these bugs, so we're bringing in these worms that eat the bugs. Oh, oh now we got to bring the go. birds that eat the worms. Playing, playing God in Yellowstone. You want to get right. rid of the wolves, but you get rid of the wolves, you get too many rabbits. Yeah, you got to fill this. Is that thing what's going to happen in Sin City, John? Will you there be a concern? The game of life, fill it up with monkeys or cats. Well, it's a situation where you go, is that a real snake? And then the stripper says, could I afford a real snake? You know? Right. It, You're talking like about you, that. What's the guy's name? Taffy. You got to go yeah, to Yeah, Taffy. He's like, yeah. hey, if I, if I could afford a snake, would I be here? Yes. But at a certain point, I'll see her hair dries backwards. It's very foxy. So there's somebody out there right now that's, yeah. got, that's got too many monkeys. You know what I mean? Like there's somebody <laughs> here. Oh, my God. Can you imagine every day? That you have too many monkeys every day is a little more desperate. Well, and it doesn't. There's, so there's much, not a day where it gets better. There's so much regulation <laughs> so in this country monkeys. right now. So much regulation about what you can and cannot do with a monkey, right? Ah. So there's some. There's somebody's like we're closing down. You know who down that's the lab. hurting? It's hurting people and it's hurting monkeys. 
We've got 40 monkeys. We're closing down the lab, but what can you do with these monkeys? These monkeys all have uh, hepatitis B. Yeah. Like, but Sin City welcomes your hepatitis B monkeys. Hepatitis right? B like, mo- yeah. Or maybe it doesn't. Like, there's got to be somebody at the front See, John, door. you know, I like the fact that you're not overthinking this. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. You know what I mean? The thing it, is, it's, the, it's the very organic. Comparison is the death of joy and thought is the, is the death of sin. That was from Leviticus. Death of sin. Okay. Yeah. Well, what well, did I say? Thought is the death of sin. To a certain extent, you have to seed the the petri dish with the right <laughs> with Rob Petri with the with Rob Petri, mm-hmm. and from then you it's just the whole thing is a, is a situation <laughs> comedy. If you if you just talking about evolution. You have to manage it just enough. The problem, of course, is that yeah. you got to build a fence. Somebody's got to buy a, a petri dish. The whole right? thing, well, and that's my billion dollars. My billion dollars goes into the Petri dish and and pr- presumably building either a fence or a moat or both. An oubliette. Uh, build build something around it that makes it There's already a hole in Westfield Center. It. There's a dome, a cupola, as I say. Because yeah. uh, this is an old, you know, the, before they, they made that place in the 90s, but before that it set empty for, like, if you go look up the history of that building, it used to be this, like, glorious, gorgeous building. That they oh, just, it's an old building. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The oh. um, If you look at that that beautiful uh, dome in it, uh, but that that's a kind of oubliette. Like, you could just drop somebody in a, like, have a fun slide, like on an airplane, and people would slide into there. I, there's a lot I don't know about this, but I'm trying to join you in not overthinking this, because because I have yeah. big city brain. Yes. Not big city as in I live in a big city, but big city as in, like, you know, like Big Bank, or Big Capital, or Big Spoon. Mm-hmm. You know, the industries that, that, you know, the President Eisenhower warned us about in his last speech. So anything industrial complex, really. Yeah, I do, well, have que- I do have questions, but it's really not mine to answer. I, it's it's my job to get out of the way. It's a lot like being a parent, except with a mall. I feel I feel like I feel like importing Sin City technology into cities is <gasps> pop going up, pop to be. Up sin. It's coming from the other direction, right? We're not used to looking out to the plains and 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 finding mm. innovation there, right? People in San Francisco, right. your mayor is is used to thinking that uh, ideas have to be generated in San Francisco. That's the idea factory, but it's not, right? The idea factory in Holy this situation shit, right. is going to be out out in the prairie. This is going to, if there is thinking, it's going to be some very plain space thinking. And then people are going to say, well, would this work in San Francisco? What if it has to work? You know right? what I mean? What, is this a Failure's thing? not an option, as, a, as they say. Like, could you make Sin City, if you tied together five old aircraft carriers, could it be a sea Sin City? Technically, I think that's international waters. If Sin you have five city of them, Sin City Sea. Well, you know, you got Disneyland, and then in, in, uh, in, in Tokyo, you've got Disney, they call it Disney Sea. It took yeah. me a while to figure out why that's clever because I'm not super bright. But they have the, the best, the, purported to be the best, not just the best Disney property, but the best theme park in the world is Disney Sea. But, oh. and you're talking here about like a Sea Org type situation. A Sea Org. Like you, yeah. you've got you, the, what do they call him? The Commodore? What do they call him? Yeah, the, Com- the Commodore. Ron, Ron uh, Hubbard. They call him the Commodore. Ron Hub. Old Ron. All Hub, Ron Hubs. I think I, we, we, could, we could write it down on a piece of paper right now. What, what do people want? They want to get high. They want to get high. I think they, they want to ride be, their machines. They want, they want without being hassled by the man. They want to have a little sex. I think what he says is that we want to be free. They want to, to be ride. free. Because remember the way that song begins. They want to be do free. The, they don't want to be hassled. free to ride our machines without yeah. being hassled by the man. Yeah, 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 <laughs> man. 
and they want to have dinner, and they want to. We want to be free, and they want to watch a movie. We want right? to be free I mean, to get an Annie's pretzel and get our portrait we, taken. We have so many people listening to this show right now who yes. have money, and what do they do with their money? They have dinner. They yeah. watch a movie. Put it where Big City tells them to spend it. And they want to get high. Uh, I'm going to get, get, get into cornholing. You know? But the thing is, they get what do they get high on? They get high on some red some wine or maybe bullshit. You know, Starbucks. Some... Starbucks is closing already closing 7% of their locations in San Francisco. Well, I'm, you know, this is the world's smallest violin. But, you know, they yeah. want to have these little gummies. It. Right? What are people doing? All anybody wants. Half-assing. They're half-assing their sex. They want to watch a movie. They want to eat dinner. They want to have a little They probably uh, even haven't even jerked sex. it to something they're embarrassed about in weeks the, the and the issue i think for most people is they think when they think about a sin city yes they think, why should those people get to have all the fun while the rest of us you know john you know john I, I i don't know if this is true but in my head i distinguish envy from jealousy i think okay. of in my head i think of envy as i wish i had a thing that i don't have that somebody else has and i, I always think of jealousy personally as i envy that but i also don't want them to have it Yes, right. You know what and, I mean? As in, like, when you're jealous of someone's love. And in that case, what you're saying is, and really, dude, John, I hope you realize how much you sound like fucking everybody I know. All oh, the dear. people who are like, no, 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 no. It's contrary to that. You're, you're, you're giving, so when, you, when you're doing, hey, you're talking like this, hey, I'm this guy. Like, that's everybody I know. Because they're always like, ooh, I have to do all this bullshit. Because uh, oh, 20 years ago, I committed to a mortgage, and that's my excuse for all the shit in my Meh. life now. Meh. Right? I, the yes. thing is... You can't fight City Hall, so maybe build a different city, and that one's made a sin. Well, and this is the this is why it's got to be this is why it's got to be uh, a, a working man's beer. This is why working it's got to be beer. this is it's why it's got to be cheap beer because it's got Sin City's got to be just scuzzy enough that lazy Man. people who work who are also scaredy cats yeah. don't envy it. It's got to be just sleazy enough. That you don't want to go there. There's going to be so much vaping, John. You unless you really want to vape, right? There's going to be That's so. I mean, because the thing is, everything you do in Sin City is going to attract people who vape. There it is. It's a, it's a, it's the vape, going to be the vape capital of the world. Right. And right, right. I it's know, not smoke. It's it's vapor. Until I was 30 years old, I would have wanted to be in Sin City. Now that I'm 55, I don't want to go anywhere near Sin City. I don't want to see it in the rearview mirror. But I do want it to be there for 25-year-old me. Because you love people. Because I want people to be happy. And I yes. do want... And the thing is, all the vaping that happens in Sin City is all that much less vaping that's happening on the on the the corner out in front of your oh, Walgreens. See, now, now you're talking like somebody... Uh, you're like a cop in Baltimore, and I kind of love that. Mm, a little. I mean, a little. I mean, no. I mean, like, everybody's happy. If you're going to a place where you can vape... And 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 wank, vape and wank, vape and wank. That's, that's the name what of our they're going to call the Michael Kors. They're going to call it the vape and wank. <laughs> I mean, I'm not telling them what to call it. Right? No, they can call it whatever not. they want. We had a pioneering project here in Seattle where hmm. they built up a housing project, and they said this building, it's, it's, it was right down by the off ramp where I used to work. It's still there. This building is going to be for chronic alcoholics, and we're going to let them drink. We're going to build an apartment building. A chronic alcoholics move in here and they can just sit in their rooms and drink. And we're going to have a little medical facility on the ground floor so that we can treat them without having to call an ambulance. And it's we're not going to try and make them go to meetings. We're not going to try and heal them. They can just sit here and drink. And it's been enormously successful. 
Uh-huh. In the sense that <laughs> it's amazing how many how many things in in the world improve when somebody has a place to live. That's right. And the thing is, like they were going to sit and drink either way, and it costs so much more money to have them not have a place to live. And be, it drives people nuts, though. Be constantly it's a fact. It's a fucking them. fact, and it still okay. drives people nuts. It is. L- as, nuts. With, as with more traditional harm reduction, it just makes people so angry. It makes them angry, right? And you can point to it and say, this person last year cost just the city $900,000. Literally, like, practically. It cost less money. $900,000 in cost fire less department money. costs. Yes. And this year, we paid $50,000, and they lived in, in a warm, dry place where they could sit and drink. And we didn't even give them good booze. It was just shitty booze. It doesn't matter to them. You know, they were already drinking Sterno, It's a working man's right? spirit. It's a working man's spirit. So what, what, So Sin City is just that building, which I've been watching for 20 years, yes. and going, you know what? It's so much cheaper and more humane and simpler to just so have a building simpler. where people can drink because that's, that's what that's they want. That's some Byzantine system that you assume works. They're alcoholics. They don't want to not be alcoholics. There's no amount of sending them to meetings that's ever going to make them the vice president the, the part, of a company. Part of that word holic is a tip. It's a holic. That's it's right. A holic. Sin City is for holics, and there are going to be a large <gasps> oh, number of holics. Holic and, citizen. Oh, but here's the other. Here's the here's the other thing. Yes. A lot of and I, this is a conviction that I have that that uh, you know. Like most of psychology, I don't know how you would go about proving this. Okay. But I think that a certain fairly significant percentage of junkies, if they if they were given all the junk that they that they wanted, cheap junk, but enough to stay high, right? They would get so fucking bored of being junkies. Because Because you lose some of the dopamine thrill of scoring. All of the thrill is not just scoring, but living outside the the culture, being against the world, being make the it ones make it boring and see if they still like it. Make it fucking boring. That's exactly right. If Ooh, you make that is lateral thinking, my friend. And if I love you make it. being high so mundane, your dad makes you smoke a pack of cigarettes. You like that? That's right. You're like, here you go. Here's here you your go. drugs for the day, and there's the television, and here's a comfortable <laughs> You're chair. Like some kind of German Nazi. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck. Oh, you want double your your allotment? Uh huh. Yeah. Sure. Just fill out this form. We can probably. <laughs> I'm get fun, that Dad. <laughs> and it's like they will be so. There's going to be a certain percentage of people that are like, you know what? Maybe I should go back to college. Maybe I should not. Maybe I shouldn't do this. Maybe I should just not. There, right. you know, Sin City's always going to have a little spot outside where it's like, would you like to join the army? Because we do have a table for that, and we well, will. Medical experiments would be. We could make a lot of money off of that. Oh my God! You want you know one extra allotment of dope? Then let yeah. us take your fingernails. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it! Oh, awful! Oh, that's horrible! Absolutely awful. <laughs>